Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 13, the season finale, titled Echo. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, put an echo on me saying the title Echo in post. It's just, it's got to happen. Like, it's, it's vital. It's very important to this discussion that that... Echo be put over me saying the title Echo in post because, like, it, it, it just needs to happen. It just needs to happen. Like, it's totally, totally vital that that be the case. Anyway, <laughs> that important, important sidestep aside. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit! This is an incredible finale. It is absolutely freaking magnificent. Not only is this an amazing episode on its own merits, not only does it perfectly wrap up the story of this season, but It is also such a massive game changer in the saga of the Americans. It's such an it's such a massive turning point in the whole saga of the Americans. I remember watching this episode way back when with my jaw on the ground and thinking My God, like this changes literally everything. Everything I understand the Americans to be has fundamentally shifted. It's completely been turned on its head. Like from this point on, the Americans won't be quite the same as it was in its first couple seasons. Like, there's so much, so many bombshells going off in just, like, 50 minutes of television, 48 minutes of television, uh, that completely fundamentally shifts every single plot line. Uh, There are very few storylines that come out quite the same post this finale. Uh, it is absolutely fantastic. In fact, I think, I think this was sort of the moment when watching this finale, when I was like, okay, before I really liked the Americans, now I love the Americans. Like, this episode was kind of the final nail in the coffin of me just absolutely adoring this show. And then, of course, from here, it just got better and better and better and better and better and better and better. Okay. 
So, we start this episode off, and that one source is getting all this information on his little paint dust sample heist, getting his special shoes, and getting briefed on all the aspects of this, and then he's like, okay, I got this, I'm good. Nothing can possibly go wrong. Then he walks off, and then... Philip and Elizabeth are just talking randomly, like, yeah, blah, 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 something, 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 page, uh, something, 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 whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, uh, shots fired at exactly where Philip and Elizabeth just sent these people. Uh, shots fired at, uh, Plot Avenue. <laughs> Six 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 Plot Avenue <laughs> is where uh, is where the shots have been fired, and they're like, "Oh crap, we gotta go!" And, and then the phone booth rings, and they quickly answer it. It's the guy. He's like bleeding profusely, and is like, "I got it, I got it. Come get me, I got it." I dumped it at the dumpster. Get that and then get me. And then like, okay, okay, we'll get one of those things. <laughs> but then we'll definitely get the other. <laughs> uh, so they go to the dumpster, they get the shoes, and then leave that guy as they hear on the radio, oh uh, yeah, suspect in custody. Uh, so apparently this idiot just got himself into a gunfight for no apparent reason. And, uh, yeah. Also, something about not actually seeing this mission. Something about Philip and Elizabeth not being there and us not getting to see what exactly happens. That just makes it more effective, I think. Because it just feels so sudden. Like, okay, everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine. Shots fired at Plot Avenue. Oh god, it's, it's all gone to shit! <laughs> and while this is happening, uh, Paige is doing her little protest deal, and people are chaining themselves to the army base, and a bunch of people get arrested. <laughs> Yay! And all of this, all of this happens! Before the opening credit sequence. All of this. Uh, this source we've been going back to all season dying. Uh, Philip and Elizabeth getting these paint samples and taking a huge step forward for stealth. Uh, Paige's pastor getting arrested. Like, all of it happens right before the opening title sequence. That's just the start. That's just the tip of the iceberg for this episode. So, as if that wasn't enough to fill an episode on its own, uh, we got a bunch of stuff happening on the Jared front. So, uh, turns out uh, the center can't seem to find Larrick anymore. Turns out uh, his reports kind of stalled for a bit. And then, oh, oh man, it, uh, seems he went to, seems he went back to the States on a family emergency 
And, uh, oh, oh, man, look, it says here he then went AWOL. Huh. Huh. Well, that's bad. And apparently, uh, this correlates pretty well with, uh, the death of that, uh, with that phone base guy. And, uh, with the disappearance of Kate. Huh. Okay, so Jaren is in serious danger. We need to go up to that cabin right now. <laughs> also, uh, we are in danger ourselves, so we are going to take our kids on a surprise vacation. To some motel. Where we're gonna disappear. Uh, for no apparent reason. Great cover story. As Paige, uh, as Paige points out... Over and over and over and over again. So, now, like, they've already sufficiently freaked everyone out with the Lyric business. Now this is already a frenzy. Only gets more so uh, when Lyric actually shows up. And captures Philip. And shows up at the cabin. Uh, trying to capture Elizabeth as well. And turn them both in. And, like, he has them both in cuffs. Uh, he's dragging Elizabeth to the trunk of his car. And then Jared suddenly becomes a badass. And shoots Larrick. Larrick then shoots Jared in the throat. He goes down. Elizabeth and Larrick fight for a bit. Philip shoots Larrick. And then they uncuff themselves and then go to Jared and are like trying to do the whole it's gonna be okay, it's gonna be okay thing that you do with someone who doesn't know crap about crap. Something you do with like some civilian person. But uh, as... He's on the ground, bleeding out. Uh, he reveals a lot. He reveals quite a bit of stuff. So, um, where to begin? So, first off, Jared was told by the center that Emmett and Leanne were... Russian spies before the parents died. He knew even before they were dead. Uh, Kate was the one to break it to him. And also, they were in a romantic deal. Oh, um, am I, am I forgetting anything? Am I forgetting anything? Oh, Oh, yeah. He's the one who killed his entire family! So, apparently, Jared was getting into, like, illegal training deal behind his parents' backs. They found out uh, his father 
freak the hell out. And, uh, shot his father, shot his mother, shot his sister when she got hysterical, and then just cleaned up and went to the pool. Hmm. I remember watching this scene for the first time. I remember when this happened. And I remember thinking, and I quote, What the actual fuck? So, uh, there's so much to unpack here. Uh, the center went behind, uh, his parents' parents backs and said, Hey, your parents are Russian spies. Also, do you want to be a Russian spy? Kate's the one who approached him with that. They then got into a romantic relationship As Jared was being trained with the promise of him and Kate working together. Parents flipped out. Parents didn't like that idea. And because of that, he just killed them. And this entire time... Oh my god. I've been dancing around this for so long. You have no idea how happy I am that I finally get to talk about this flat out. They spent the whole season... Painting him as the victim. So perfectly. Uh, With that beautifully executed freak out in the premiere. All the way to now. They've done such a great job at getting you to look literally anywhere else but at him. Uh, At FBI people. At Larrick. At uh, maybe even... uh, KGB who just got real pissed off. Like... They did such a great job of getting you to eliminate Jared from your mind. As like, there's no way he could have done this. But then they reveal it and it just like, it doesn't feel forced at all. Like it makes kind of perfect sense. Like, when he goes down, you see this fundamental change in him he drops the helpless act and is just like i i killed my parents because they wouldn't understand they wouldn't they wouldn't let me do the russian spy stuff i've been doing this for a while and he's talking about the cause talking about what we do and it's like holy crap five minutes ago i was watching you just ask the most basic questions you were keeping up this act the entire time God! (laughs) It's... It's so good! It's so good. This whole scene is brilliant. I gotta give props to the actor whose name I can't remember. I'm gonna vamp while I look it up. But this guy was going nuts in this scene uh, with the begging to tell the center that... that he saved them. And... Talking about how he was going to make a difference, blah, 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 blah. How he's going to 
propel the claw, the, the cause, I almost said the claws, the cause forward. Owen Campbell is his name. This dude gave an incredible performance in these final moments. He did an amazing job. Like, he was perfectly frantic, yet very succinct at the same, succinct, rather, at the same time. Like, he just was so, so phenomenal. Uh, We then kind of fill in some blanks with Claudia later on. So it turns out uh, the KGB is now launching a program called Second Generation Illegals. Now, the whole premise of Second Generation Illegals is that the first gen illegals, because their backgrounds are faked, because their backgrounds are forged, then they wouldn't survive scrutiny for joining the FBI or the CIA or any big government division like that for the purposes of gaining intel from them directly. But if someone who was a child of those illegals, who was therefore technically an American citizen and spent their entire life in America, if one of those people were working the work of an illegal, then maybe... Maybe they could do that. They could get over those background checks and they could enter the FBI or the CIA or any government division like that and blend in so perfectly and then take intel right out from under them and use that for the cause. Uh, they got to Jared in this. Emmett and Leanne said, nope, we are not getting our kid involved in this. The center didn't take no for an answer. They went around him. And were like, hey, hey, Jared. Hey, hey. Hey, did you know? Did you know your parents are Russian? Yeah, they're Russian spies. And you're their kid, so... You should be a Russian spy, too. It'd be pretty great. It'd be pretty good. It'd be a nice time. You should do that. You should totally do that. Okay. I'm just gonna go away now. I'm just gonna let you stew on that. Russian spies! And then Emily and Leanne found out, and then, you know, the rest. So now, not only is that a thing, but they now want Paige to be next. Because that second generation illegal experiment worked out so well with Jared. We're now going to do that with Paige. Hey, boy. <laughs> So now, uh, Philip and Elizabeth have orders to tell Paige who they are, 
train her, and then recruit her. Paige, who has uh, been constantly questioning everything, is a fairly timid soul. And also is a big churchgoer now. That page. I'm sure that's going to go perfectly. And Philip immediately heads off this whole center coming to her around them thing by going to Arcady and saying, Hey, uh, if anyone from our organization contacts our daughter without our permission, we're done. So don't do that shit. Okay, asshole? He didn't say that last part. I I added that in editorially. So then Philip gets back from this and is like, Okay, we're good. And then Elizabeth is like, I mean, yeah, but we also could tell her. That's gonna be a whole conflict in season three. And we'll talk about that then. As if that's not enough. We are 20 minutes in, 21 minutes in rather, to this discussion. And I haven't breathed a word about Stan. And how just after his wife leaves him... He dives into this whole Echo deal. And wears a wire into this facility where Echo is being developed. And is getting intel on Echo to give to the resident Tura. And free Nina. And the entire episode. It's so perfectly done. The entire episode, you see him... Feeling more and more and more and more and more and more guilty. This feeling of regret. This feeling of remorse. Piling up and piling up and piling up and piling up at the thought of betraying his country. And... The entire time, you as a viewer are kind of freaking out like, Is he gonna do it? Is he going to... Give them Echo? Is he going to betray everything he believes for Nina? Like, what's going to happen? What What is he going to do? Uh, uh, uh. And then he does that dead drop, and you're like, ah, Why? And then they get that drop. Arcady brings it to Nina, and is like, This is what he left. She opens it up. And you see her face. And you can tell. You don't even have to read the note. You can just tell by the way she's looking at that thing. That uh, that is not what she needed to to stay out of prison. (laughs) That is not what she needed to stay away from Moscow. He did not deliver Echo. He instead delivered a note that said, Tell Nina, I'm sorry. He couldn't do it. Stan 
with all of his flaws, he still has a moral compass. And that moral compass screamed at him, don't do this. Don't betray your country for this woman. And then Nina is taken away with Oleg looking on, with Stan looking on from a car outside. As she's just carted away to Moscow to face punishment for her crimes. Yeah, so that happened. That happened. So ends the era of Nina in the U.S. Goddamn. Oh, also, Martha is upset about wanting kids but not having them per Clark saying he doesn't want them. Also, she has a gun. And that's pretty much all that happens with Martha in this finale. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy. There is so much going on here. There is so much that happens in this finale. It is insane. It is an insane final installment of this season. And it's great. I I, I love... It is the perfect ending uh, for this sophomore season. And this season overall, I love it. I I think it's great. I I think it is a definite improvement over season one, which was really good, but not great. Uh, It's amazing. It doubled down on everything that was great about the first season. Uh, Traded in its episodic nature for a more overarching story that was so well done. There are tons of plot lines that are handled so perfectly. Uh, It provides this massive jumping off point for some really amazing plot lines that we're going to be talking about later on over the next couple months. Uh, I think really my only issue with this season is Martha, or rather the lack of Martha. Because here's the thing, despite Martha getting up to series regular, Allison Wright getting up to series regular, there's really not a lot going on with her this time around. Honestly, if Martha was completely cut out of this season, and she was just mentioned in passing, I don't think it would change a whole lot about this season. Like, we really do end up in the same place we were at the beginning of the season, and there's not much happening there. Like, I mean, the stuff that did happen was really good, but there just wasn't enough of it, and nothing really progressed in that area. Uh, But other than that nitpick, everything else was phenomenal. Everything else worked out so freaking perfectly. So, yeah, that's season two. And soon we will move to season three. Uh, If you like this, favorite podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time. 
if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow, we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 1. Talk to you then.